bum. But da 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 bum. But da 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 bum. Da, 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 da. I'm getting in a zone right what, now. What, what? Hey. All right. Four stringers. Gonna bring it to you. <laughs> I wish I could rap, dude. Could you freestyle? Did you ever freestyle when you were like younger? Four stringers. Gonna bring it to you raw like cocaine straight from Bolivia. I don't. My you can't. Pop. You can't copy. You can't copy because it's so easy to do that. You have to. Yeah, like fourth stringer. We're gonna fourth stringer. They, I had I gonna had run a, you through the ringer. No, I'm a humdinger. No, grapplers. No, because you're gonna say the n word soon with all those ingers <laughs> in there. That's horrible, dude. What are you talking about? Those ingers and eventually, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Dude, uh, I had a good, I had a good uh, rap at one point. Not really a rap, but like um, a line. It was like, um, it goes, uh, uh, hold on, uh, it goes. I think it goes like Asian girls. No, 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 no. no. It goes, uh, not Asian. It goes. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Oh, Persian geese, Brazilian techniques. I do jujitsu just to captivate the freaks. And then I and then I get started from there. That was like the first line I I wrote to a rap, and I was like, dude, that's hot. Like I could probably go off of that. Like listen to it here. Ready? It goes, Persian geese, Brazilian techniques. I do jujitsu just to captivate the freaks. And then <laughs> my it. anus leaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my anus has a mouth, so it speaks. <laughs> I need you to get up out of my sheets. <laughs> See, dude, I could be a rapper. I don't understand why people think it's so hard to rap. Like I could, like Halleck did it. Have you ever heard G and a G? The yeah, the Uber's on the way, so I have to say goodbye for now. No, dude, you're you're follow the way of the Dow. You're taking it. You're taking it to like a Sugar Hill Gang type of type of rap. You know what I mean? Like I grew up on that. Yeah, like the hip hop, the hippie, the hip. Oh, like you're such a great rapper. I mine was pretty cool. I mean, you had one line. Yeah, but that line was fire. Persian. I don't know why the word Persian is cool, but it is. Persian geese, Brazilian techniques. Plus, Persian geese isn't even a thing. You know how like Persians have rugs. Yeah. So th- it was like this. That's where I got. Well, that would be a hey. There you go. There's a good design one. You take the Persian rug um, pattern. And you make a gi like that. Persian rug gi. Yeah, I guess. Dude, designing is such a bitch. Like, I've found, like, just to get a sample is, like, 80 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, if you want a sample of some shorts mm. or, like, a or like a rash guard. And then you don't even know how it looks till you get a sample of it. Designing such a bitch. If I, wa- I, w- I would love to make a Persian rug gi. That, would sound, that sounds awesome. What if you so made expensive. it? What if it was a, of the same fabric as a Persian rug as well? You know what the thing is? I have to learn how to sew. I think that's the next level of like design is where I literally make my own shirts and like like I'll buy the material. So what I found out is that there's like um there's templates. So like um you buy these things that tell you okay, put two pieces of material here and sew here. And so it tells you how to make like a medium size shirt or a small size shirt out of whatever material that you have. And it gives you these templates. It's like, okay, 
um, sew here if you want this to be a slim fit shirt. You know what I mean? So I think that's like the next level of design for me as I just start making like really, really custom like one-off fucking shirt. I would love to do that for people. Be like a high-end custom, like one-off design. I'll just do those for my friends. Like, okay, here, I made a gi from scratch for you. You're going to have a white belt coming in in a Persian rug gi. And he's going to get demolished. Uh, right. <laughs> like, I'm like, I spent 500 hours making this for you. Have you, has anyone made a Cobra Kai gi? Do you see this shirt I have on right yeah, now? Yeah, it's pretty dope. I got this when I was uh, working at Super Rare. It's, um, um, I was thinking about making, like, a little Cobra Kai shirt, too. Just, like, embroidering the Cobra Kai symbol on, like, the side of a shirt. And then getting hit with the copyright. Hold on. Yo, I'm going to, do you want to buy that mic? And then, like, pay me $10 for it so you can fart in it. Because if you're not going to pay me $10 for it, I cannot give you that microphone. All right. Stop trying to put it on me. Everybody knows you're the one who said, hold on. Not me. What, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to start farting into my microphone, I don't want anyone else to use it. I feel bad. I'm good. I don't have to, I don't have to do it. I have a fart mic. I'll, I'll, uh, and then you guys play Russian roulette to see who gets it. That's gross. It's gross for you, not for me. I think someone's done the Cobra Kai gi. I would be surprised if they haven't. Gi? I would do it as a shirt. Yeah, but gi would be cool too. That would sell. Too much money. I don't think people would do it. What, if the, the Dragon Ball Z thing sold. Dragon Ball Z thing is like, I don't understand how that sells. Yeah, but it sells. Who? who what do you mean it sells? I don't think it really does. It, it seems to have. It's, it's old enough that some company made it, and I've seen plenty of people in it. You you get the people in the Power Ranger, the full on Power Ranger. Oh suit my god, too. yeah. Uh, so and yeah, but for geese, uh, you don't really see that in geese. You see the you see the the Dragon Ball Z one in geese. And now Cobra Kai is so popular. This is the moment. But but I wonder if you. But it would be kind of whack if you did it. Um, long sleeve. It would have to be the sleeveless one, which it is. No, it wouldn't, dude. You just make a fucking regular gi with the Cobra Kai patch on the back, but you'll be raw. Like with the snake. Oh, and so shit. now you're pro Cobra Kai gi. Well, I'm saying it just costs a lot of money to make like samples and then like get it out there and shit. Like I wouldn't do it, but I could see why somebody would do it. Maybe I'll do it. If I had enough money, dude, I would do everything. Shout out to some angel investors. Oh, yeah. If anyone wants to invest. Dude, I have so many great ideas. Did I tell you about the, the, the pocket pussy yesterday? The pocket pussy vice grip idea? You mentioned it, but. I mean, I'll I say think it on you're going to want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. All right, so here's my idea. Here's my million-dollar idea, okay? So imagine you have a pocket pussy, right? Like, who in the world? No, I'm <laughs> like, like, if you have a pocket pussy, right, but you want to, like, adjust it, what if you had, like, a vice? You know how, like, um... They have those vice grips like in medieval times like you 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 like turn like a screw you you turn like a bolt and then suddenly like the vice grips get tighter. What if you had that for like your pocket pussy like you could turn something and it gets tight like a vice grip on the outside of the pocket pussy to make it tighter or here's the more modern solution. How about like a Reebok shoe pump? To, like you, <laughs> you put your dick in your hard and then you just start pumping it up to the right. Um, pressure i guess like it's like an arm cuff where they take your blood pressure and then you pump it up to the right and then yeah. and then you just fuck that dude i feel like it's a million dollar idea well it's 
it's it's not just your idea now. You're oh, it's the world's idea. Yeah. What you know what the thing is legally since I put since I said it, I have ownership of the idea. I don't like, think that's how it works. No, I'm pretty sure that's how the law works. <laughs> I think you need to get the patent. No. It's not that in New York especially. You you are like a modern day Da Vinci, but if Da Vinci was a simp. Elaborate. <laughs> you know, you, you come up with these crazy ideas. Like he used to come up with ideas for helicopters. Mm-hmm. You're coming up <laughs> with ideas <laughs> for Reebok pump po- pocket pussies. Uh-huh. Yo, if you could get Reebok on board, though, that's some good alliteration. Reebok pump pocket pussy. I feel like I can get them on board, and I probably will be able to do it. But, like, Da Vinci, like, Da Vinci was a simp. What do you mean? He cut his ear off for a bitch. What are you talking about? That was, um, that wasn't Da Vinci. That was Van Gogh. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was Van Gogh. Da Vinci was, a. Da Vinci was, um, he was gay, I think. He drew Mona Lisa. The Da Vinci Code? That, the Mona Lisa was him. Was it? Yeah. So he was just an average looking woman? He drew himself with woman hair. And then everyone fell in love with it. Is that true? Yeah, that's what the theory is behind the Mona Lisa. They're like, who was it? And they're like, oh, that's just Da Vinci in drag. I swear. I'm on board. Have you read The Da Vinci Code? No. I've read it. I think it's a fictional book, though. It's based in truth. Is that the point of The Da Vinci Code? They just explain how Da Vinci was, like, this lunatic who, like, loved being in drag. Stop. That's not The Da Vinci Code. (laughs) That's what it is. That's The Da Vinci Code. Brother, I read it. What are you talking about? I read it front to back. I read the prequel Angels and Demons, too. I was yo, dude. The Da Vinci Code. It's all about like, he's like, there's got to be a code inside here. Like, there's got to be a code inside the the paintings or whatever. And like, he's going on this stupid adventure. And then at the end of the day, he's like, so everyone dressed in drag, and the the secret order of because there's like a secret council trying to defend that secret. Because like you know how like people used to wear wigs back in the day, like the powdered wigs. Yeah. So. In public, in society, men couldn't dress as women, right? But they they had such a strong urge to dress as women that the only way they would be able to do it was wearing these powdered wigs. Is this really the plot? Yeah, of the this is the Code? plot. So a bunch of dudes who like love dressing in drag, they 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 started like a secret society where they would influence like government and the culture and made it acceptable for slowly. But surely making it more and more acceptable for men to dress as women. If, th- if this is the Dude, I'm telling plot. you. And this then the powdered wigs and uh, what else? Um, robes. They were the wearing robes. robes the robes. Like dresses. And it was insane, dude. I, it opened my eyes, honestly. That's what I'm telling you. It's based in fact. And he was like, he was like, why? Why? He's like, why? Like, cause they're confronting like the the head guy of the secret society, and the the guy's like, the guy's like about to kill the main character. He's like, he's like, why? Why do you think uh, Leonardo da Vinci drew himself as a woman, mate? <laughs> I don't know if he's UK or he's. <sighs> so what is this medieval gay? <laughs> It's like syphilis gay. Like the 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 STD went to his brain and made him crazy. Da Vinci now Da Vinci had a syphilis too. Yeah, because he was like a man whore. Like you know, did you know 
literally every like emperor or leader who's ever reportedly gone crazy has been linked to an std making them go crazy because uh which one's the one that uh crawls into your brain i think it's syphilis yeah syphilis makes yeah. you go crazy syphilis makes you go crazy so literally like every single emperor or like ruler who's ever like reportedly gone crazy like caesar or um neo ne i think i think that that's another one neo the the guy who lit rome on fire yes i know they, you're talking about yeah syphilis Nero, I think Nero, Nero, name. yeah, yeah, Nero. He, it was because of syphilis. So, do you think Trump and Biden, their brain is just riddled with I think, syphilis I right now? I think Trump has so much syphilis, he doesn't even know what to do with himself. I don't know if Biden gets pussy like that. <laughs> Biden's such a weirdo, dude. You see these supercuts? It's so funny seeing these supercuts of both of them saying the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, you see a young Biden just saying the n-word in the middle of like the senate floor he's like he's like we've already got an n-word mayor we don't need an n-word in office yeah i swear to god what? He's saying no that. yeah you never you never saw that video no. dude i swear to god he said that jamie jamie pull, jamie, that, pull up. that up jamie all right no but seriously yeah he and 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 i'm like damn like that's od and that was like 30 or 40 years ago but that's still like ridiculous like come on dude it's not gonna age well I can't. Simple Jeff is having an existential crisis lately. I, I, um, yo, dude, it's so funny because my mom and my dad are always telling me to vote. And they're like, I don't know who's voting for who because my dad's such a clown. My mom's obviously voting Democrat. But she watches a bunch of like CNN and Fox News. And like my dad, I uh, he asked me, he's like, are you voting? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm voting. And he's like, who are you voting for? I'm like, I just start laughing. And I'm like, who are you voting for? And then he's like, who signed the check? <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was crying laughing, dude. He's like, Uncle Trump. Uncle Trump is the one who signed the check for me. He's like, he's like listen, your aunts and uncles never did shit for me. <laughs> That's he's true. Like, he put the kibosh on the next round, though. He's like, he's like, listen, anyone does, did anything for me? Is this dude just passed me twelve hundred dollars out of nowhere? I feel like the universe played a cruel joke on us. It was like Corona hit, and it was like, it was like, all right, everybody, you know, it just, you know, pull, pull through. If you can maintain, pull together, yeah. if you can maintain your sanity, you know, through this period of time, you know, and then it's like, I, I feel like, like we did, like I did. I managed to stay sane up until now, and then all this shit is happening, and it's like, ah, just beginning. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like we're like on the brink of like some real fucking shit happening, and it's like people are so caught up in our own like election and like our own like shit that's going on that we don't see how we appear to other nations. Because if you take a step back and what do you think America looks like to like Spain or to Russia or whatever the fuck? We look weak and we look incompetent and we look ignorant and we look like we don't have our shit together. Sh Mainly we look weak, I think. Shout out to the aliens. Come the aliens. rescue us. No, fuck the aliens. We got our own shit to work out. I feel like we're all, we're like um like I said we appear weak and we're getting attacked on all fronts. I feel like in in the cyber world too, like you you always hear about China or Russia fucking with our election, and I mean I just it's just crazy that like we're almost tearing ourselves apart. Like they somehow you look at you look at your friends, 
you look at people like especially at my gym like the people who haven't interacted together in so long in person they just sort of they're just tearing at each other through facebook and it's so fucking stupid like at the end of the day we're all americans and like i don't know we just look retarded to the other nation that sucks yeah there's discord oh yeah amongst everybody amongst everybody and it's like i'm here posting memes but i see what's going on and it just seems like everybody's at odds both candidates do some retarded shit and then you know you got one person just posting everything about one guy and the other person posting everything about the other guy and then like you two used to be friends we're both americans at the end of the day like what what is what's the real issue here like i i don't know it's crazy it's it's ridiculous like uh i but at the end of the day the way i see it is that we just appear weak and we're gonna get attacked i feel like we're gonna get attacked i'm just really i'm really paranoid about that Ooh, that's a good thing to be paranoid i haven't been paranoid really about that. i've yeah. been so paranoid about that for like the longest time because oh, yeah. and and you know and you know what's crazy i was paranoid about um i was paranoid about the virus before it came and i feel like i'm paranoid like i'm super paranoid about like getting attacked and the thing is like people don't realize we are getting attacked like every single day every time china bites one of our copyrights every time china breaks into like 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 using tiktok to harvest our information and shit like that we're getting attacked but people don't think about it like that this is a different type of war okay but do you mean like a land attack so what i'm thinking is that will happen eventually because russia's been probing our airspace for a long time like they keep i follow a lot of military pages and um one especially like the air force they always um they always give note of they they give you updates about what's going on in american airspace and russia's been probing our air in alaska Mm. like frequently very frequently they send in like teams of three people and our what we do is we intercept them and we fly alongside them and we warn them and then after two warnings they fly away but that's that's what we do. We have to we have to show them that we're we're there and we're patrolling. If I were an embattled president, uh-huh. uh you know, down in the polls and I had a direct line to Russia, <laughs> I might be like, "Hey guys, now's the time." You know? Cuz that's that's what happens. I think war benefits everybody other than the people at the bottom who are dying. Yeah, like yeah, war benefits we? war benefits the country as a whole. Military industrial yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it like. I don't think it does. Yeah, because it it opens up so much jobs, so many contracts. Money is in war. Is a lot of money. Gun running is gun running is probably second only to drugs. You know what I mean? That's on the streets, though, man. Gun but I mean, running. as a nation. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You know, that just goes to show, um, like, you know, the government, our government, basically, is in the game of gun running right oh we, yeah 100 percent. that's what ga- hillary did benghazi and all that shit we run we run guns to to all these nations out there so and just, we destabilize other countries on the regular and it's just funny it's just funny how some behave be, some behavior like some behavior is legitimate and other behavior isn't don't get me wrong i would never think that you know, you know like i don't agree with selling drugs on the street but our government 
you know, sells drugs <laughs> internationally. Our government non-stop does it all, all the, time. the time. All the time. That's why we're protecting poppy fields out in fucking cheers in Afghanistan. That's what we've got. We've got um That's why we've got soldiers posted up there. Your four stringers going radical tonight, yo. No, but, no, but it's the same thing where like you got you got our motherfuckers our dudes standing at oil fields that don't even belong to us. For what? For for money. It's all money. It's all money, dude. Man, that's a, that that that's like like you, you like like my boys who come back from like Afghanistan and shit telling me about their tours and all they're doing is standing at an oil field making sure civilians don't come by or whatever the fuck. Like what are you doing there? Like you ever ask yourself what the fuck are you really doing there? So if you took like a a broad view with that like as your principle, then essentially the most laws most laws in the nation are simply there to allow those who have power and money to retain power and money. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going on. You see, what what happened to money? What happened to money? Where did the transfer of wealth go during the pandemic? Who did it benefit? It only benefited the people who were already rich. Those are the people who got richer. And the people like our, yeah, our stock market is so fucking crazy right now like some people can get rich but you can go broke very quickly i have a lot of friends who are like pseudo day traders now who are trying to make money off of that and like the stocks are crazy like you can make a serious amount of money right now because of how crazy our fucking like do you do you pay attention at all to what's going on in the economy as far as like what the fed's doing like printing money to keep our stock market afloat know that they printed money they they kept the 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 interest rates at zero so so basically we injected we did like two injections of like a trillion dollars or some crazy amount into the stock market to keep it afloat jamie can you fact check that i don't know maybe you're right okay so let's just assume i am okay okay because i've sort of been paying attention to it so basically the fed is just printing out money to keep the stock market afloat because trump thinks that our economy uh, the reflection of our economy is the stock market. The stock market is basically uh, uh, an indicator for how well our economy is doing, right? And we had the best stock market numbers before Corona, and we had the lowest unemployment. Everything he keeps touting, right? Yeah, if that's true. That's yeah, crazy. It was. It was true. No, no, I know it was true. But what was his most recent tweet? His most recent tweet was. The stock market is at record highs. Well, well, because there's like a bubble going on where we're just printing money right now. And if that's true, then he's using the Fed to help his yes. own like oh, election. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. And then who knows when it really when shit really hits the fan? And then he's like, he's like Vlad, Vladimir, Vladimir. I'm going to need you to invade now. And then who knows, man? A real invasion? Could we even have well, an election? I mean, I mean, dude, what happened with the Lusitania? What's Lusitania? The sinking of the Lusitania. Oh yeah, uh, is this the Vietnam one? I'm not sure. There was one. I know that there was one. The false flag where yeah, we they, blew up our legit. own shit. We did. We did that one. Yeah. In so Vietnam, so, this is Vietnam so, War. So so, and and it's not just that. We've done that with other ones too. I think I think to get us popping at World War Two too, or World War One. Well, that's definitely a theory. Is that Pearl Harbor, or at least he let Pearl Harbor happen? Uh, Roosevelt. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But, but no, no, no. I, I was talking about there was one where it's like American people were on a boat that got blown up by a submarine. 
Do you remember that? I know it definitely happened in the Vietnam War. Yeah. I know that okay, happened. Okay, so like, it's not, that. that's what people don't get. Like, people don't understand that it's happened before, it can happen again. Like, we don't live in a perfect world where, oh, that could never happen. Like, you see other countries like North Korea getting indoctrinated with propaganda or Russia getting, you see all old Russian Soviet propaganda. And then you're like, that can never happen in the U.S. That's happening to us all the time. The CIA is so embedded in Hollywood. They make those movies, like movies to make us like perfect dark zero stuff. Anything that has to do with like special ops and shit like that. The CIA is right there in Hollywood helping make sure that we don't come out looking like the bad guys and stuff like that. It's fucking crazy how, how propagated and manipulated we are. You know why Hollywood is so important? Like Hollywood is such a influence to the rest of the world. Like we are the cultural movers in the world, basically. People look to us for culture. And we have this one place in Los Angeles that generates so much of the world's entertainment that we can drive what is like, you know, j- just what's going on. Totally. So it's crazy just the propaganda we put out and people don't even, re- like, people don't take a step back to realize, like, oh, shit, like, we're probably the biggest culprits of all this shit. Like, you know, like, and then they're surprised when it's happening on New York, on, on, on our soil. I would say that there's definitely a, I don't even want to use words, but you have to mm-hmm. use words. I like, don't want there, to use there's, words. There's a, you know, there's a very liberal slant to Hollywood, but then beyond Hollywood, mm-hmm. what you had was you had YouTube. And now the guy who signed the the tracks, what he's done is he's he's harnessed things like YouTube to help further his cause. But, you know yeah. that's why he taps into these conspiracy but, theories. But Twitter, and stuff. but Twitter, Twitter, QAnon. Twitter is liberal. Twitter has been noted to like they take sides. You know what I mean? And that's not really fair. But they're a private company, so I guess they can do what they want. But you see Trump pointing that out. They're not. They they are. So I think I, I I'm almost positive that there was a ruling that it became it becomes a um I think it becomes like a public forum and then uh-huh. they're 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 not that they're not allowed to just censor speech. I would have to look into that. I think they did that with uh, Trump that he's not allowed to block people anymore. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the ruling. Yeah, yeah, he's yes. not allowed to block people anymore because he's like the president and it's like a public forum uh, in regards to him. One would then imagine that uh, there would be a challenge coming because now what they'll do is they'll take information. If, if they say something's misinformation, uh-huh. they take it off, right? No, no, they put a warning. Well, I know, I know Facebook, for example, took off the thing that that the guy who signed the check said about uh, Corona being the same as the flu. Uh, they, oh, they, they took it off. Yeah, they took that off. They were like, nope, this is misinformation. They took it off. YouTube takes things off that they deem are uh, misinformation as related to COVID. Rogan talks about that all the time. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but it sounds like it would be ripe for a challenge at least. If if it's a public forum where uh, the president can't block people, then it shouldn't then I don't know how they can, uh, you know, they, I think that there would be an argument to be made that they shouldn't be able to remove stuff then. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't First know. Amendment, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we got here either. 
I just I I had like a I had I honestly just had like an awakening, like all the all the what is this shit called nigiri? Yes. All the nigiri just hit. We've been drinking sake, and like mm-hmm. I kind of just had like a brain explosion, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? That's the un. It's the unfiltered sake. It's delicious. Um, yeah, like I is that came. Why it's so cloudy? I I started this podcast simple. And now, man. Oh yeah, we're talking about woke. Sh- oh, dude. Like I said, I think we're we're ripe for an attack, brother. Yeah. If, if I was any other country, and if I was especially a country that thought like, "Wow, this country's really going down the tubes." Yep. They've got <laughs> the guy who's at the helm is nuts. Like they've got a reality TV star at the helm. What do we do? And then. I would be like, oh well, here's a great idea. I'm gonna tack on election day. You know what I mean? Yo, you know, you know what's also crazy. So put a pin in this podcast right here. Not only, not only like, you want to know why I think it's like hitting so close to home too is like, did you hear about that dude at the 111 precinct who ended up being a Chinese spy? Uh, refresh my memory. So the 111th precinct is over here in Bayside, Queens. Okay, so um, uh, <laughs> the the 111th precinct is over here in Bayside, Queens. They had somebody, a uh, Chinese, a Chinese official. Um, basically, there was a there was a cop in the 111th precinct, and he would check on the tibetan society like social society i heard about this yeah yeah you heard about that right and mm-hmm. he would go in and he would check in on them and suggest to them like people they should put in power and stuff like that and, and report everything back to the chinese government and apparently his mom and dad were a part of the chinese government his big brother or his brother was a lieutenant in the chinese government and they connected in a mall back and now they're charging him with being a spy i don't know i, I told yeah I did. You hear? You heard about? I heard that. about that. I, I told you how I saw the Dalai Lama twice. The I'm not Dalai gonna tell, Lama. I'm not going to say where. Uh huh. I'm not going to say where because I know you're listening. Okay. She. Yeah. I know you're listening. Uh huh. Okay. I I know that we just triggered some sort of thing where people are surveilling us now just by saying that word. Okay. So the Dalai Lama. Yeah. I ran into him twice. I saw him twice on the streets. I don't know if it was him or just uh, a monk that looked like him. It was him. Yo, it's the craziest thing, man. Twice in like two days. I don't know. Am I supposed to be his disciple? Am I gonna am I gonna be the iron fist? Are you gonna <laughs> kiss him? Is he gonna kiss you? Is that just what happens? They just kiss do, you. Do you know much about Tibetan Buddhism? Tibetan Buddhism? No. It's, it seems much different than other forms of Buddhism. Why? Because they fight? Uh I don't think they fight too much, honestly. I think the the Chan the Shaolin monks are the best fighters. But, Shaolin. But you, you've heard about how like the Tibetan Buddhists like one way like they go to the, like their ranking test. No, I've never heard this. They throw they put them on the Himalayas in the Himalaya mountains and they like start just soaking blankets in water and they throw blankets over like the monk who's meditating mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be able to generate so much heat. He dries these blankets, and you have to, you have to like, oh yeah, God. it's legit. Is that real? Yeah, it's like Wim Hof stuff. Wim Hof, I think, is kind of like oh similar. Oh shit! And uh, and it's like you have to dry like I don't know how many blankets, and it's like all right, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Whoa! No, that's legit. It's called G Tummo. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's what it looks like. I've I've looked into it, and apparently, I don't know because like they before. I don't know this one theory I've heard is that 
it's because there was like this before Buddhism came to Tibet, there was this thing called Bon, which is just like I don't you know like way 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 back when I don't know animist uh, mm-hmm. belief system and they must have had some stuff going on, and then what when do the, you, what the like they must have like about? these various practices going on, because if you look at like Zen Buddhism, Chan Buddhism, they're not really the same like. They're not doing the same kind of meditation where, mm-hmm. like, they're generating all this heat, that kind of stuff. So they think it's because, or one theory I've heard is because the Tibetan Buddhism mixed with this indigenous, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, 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 spiritual tradition, mm-hmm. and that it became. So they mix. They mixed with an indigenous tribe of people's culture, yeah. way of meditating. Yeah, which is yeah the Tibet. And there's like the seven yogas of Naropa, but I think it's all very secretive. So like, I don't think that you or I get to go learn it. I don't think you get to go learn it because you're a fucking colonizer. <sighs> Bro, it ain't even like that. Yeah, you are, dude. You go to China, you learn all their culture, and then you come back here and make fun of it. Never make fun of it. You over here telling me you ate bat. I did eat. I ate, I ate a form of bat. Fox. Fermented that, flying fox. That shit is as big as me. If you Google how big those are, those things are as big as I am. Everybody who knows you who's listening to the podcast right now knows you're not that big. <laughs> <laughs> those things are huge. Yeah, it was. It was the size of you. It fit into a large mason jar. <laughs> wow. The thing is big. The thing tall. is tall. That was tall. The thing is <laughs> tall as hell. Tall bat. My that favorite thing to do bat. is to look at a fighter who's five four, and then we're all watching the <laughs> UFC, and I'm like, "Damn, that dude is long. Damn, that dude is lanky." I stole that from you. I do it all the time. Do you? Yeah, I do it all. Dude, the you time. steal everything from me. I do it all the time. Somebody's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, he's five six. I'm right like, there. "Wow, oh, he's he's that tall? <laughs> Holy shit! That tall? They make him that tall? <laughs> Giant." Freak. <laughs> what a freak. I bet he hits his head on like mistletoes all the time. <laughs> he hates Christmas. That dude hates Christmas. <laughs> he hates Christmas. He's the Grinch that stole Christmas. Cheers. Now we're drinking soju. We're getting drunk off of Korean stuff. Ooh, grape one. Mm. Wow, that's a good mm, green grape. Jiro. That is that is such a refreshing, like change of pace Jinro I can't believe we housed we housed the whole bottle of the unfiltered sake why we I don't know how strong is that stuff it's only 15% that's like a normal bottle of wine so I guess we split a bottle of wine so that'd be like two glasses dude I I would much rather drink this than wine if this is what girls feel like when they drink wine like I don't want to drink sunset blush I want to drink this you know what I mean like I would much rather drink this I think it's cool because not a lot of people do it See, that's the thing. If a girl wanted to get like, like I can't do wine. I really can't do wine. Can you do wine? I can do wine. I can't. I don't know why. I drink too much of it when I drink it, though. When when me and my friends would get drunk in college, like if we were going to get drunk with a bunch of girls, we'd get box wine and we'd get Sunset Blush. And that shit was the shit. It sounds like some Zinfandel. Yes, yes. And like it was, it was pretty fun. But like I never really liked the wine. Like I would just chug it. But this I kind of drink for the taste. You know what I mean? I grew up drinking, like, you know, talk about high school. You know. <coughs> talk about talk about high school. <laughs> you know. <laughs> talk about, what do I sound like? What That's are you trying what to you say? Just said. What do I sound like? You know. 
I don't know why you said it like that, but it was funny to me. Anyway, um, uh-huh. does that remind you of like a certain type of wipe? Some people say, you know, it's just like urban, urban simple. You know. Urban, anyway, urban simple. Ju- <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, way. So, hey, so we drink this. Uh, but you know, when I when I was in high school, every mm-hmm. went every Wednesday we would we would cut we would cut class. We called it Hump Day. Don't ask me what we did when we cut class. No, okay. we would. I would have a friend who was Italian, and <laughs> and his his grandfather was like straight from Italy. Uh-huh. Made his own wine. Gay from Italy. He made his own wine, uh-huh. and he he would store it in like Budweiser forty ounce bottles. <laughs> but he had like a whole wine cellar, of this homemade wine, uh-huh. and it was so much more powerful than regular wine. So we and we would like steal forties of it basically, and go to the park and drink it. And, you know, we're young at the time, until one day, when we decided we were gonna steal a gallon jug of it. And we like we had like a chugging contest with it. Oh, I got so drunk off of it. I was vomiting. They took me to the deli. We were at like a loss. Some guy in a van. This is a true story. Some guy in a van came up and saved us. He was like Why? a, a long haired red guy and he was like, Are you guys alright? And I was like, No. We don't know what's wrong with our friend. We gotta get him home. Why? What happened? Like, I had you're drank just drunk. so much. Like I'm sure I, I don't know mild moderate alcohol poisoning. I have I have two really good drunk stories for you after this. Nice. Right, go go. And I so I get home. I get home. My parents put me. To, I my they put me to sleep. Uh-huh. And I remember when they put me to like my bed. They're just like, oh, make sure you don't put him on his back. I don't know how they knew this, but they're like, otherwise he could throw up and asphyxiate on himself. Because that's what happens when you're on heroin that's a lot. That's so funny that they knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and Staten Island. And they took uh. And they left, but then at some point, I don't know, my mom ends up talking to me, and she's like, are you all right? And I make up this bizarre lie. Like, the truth would have been way better. Uh, I was in the park getting drunk, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to make up this bizarre lie. Tell me it. That I was at, <clears throat> first it was that I had some bad pizza. Interesting. And then they were like, really? I don't know if they were just fucking with me. They're like, come. Hmm. Or if they were like, hmm. so you had you some probably, bad pizza. You probably smelled so drunk. Yeah, and they're like, well, if you had pizza that was that bad, you're dying of food poisoning right now. So we're going to take you to the hospital unless it's something else. And then I made up this other bizarre story about me like being in like a, a rough neighborhood. Cause my, my, uh, my high school was a rough neighborhood. My, my, my high school. The, the, the whitest cop out is always a rough neighborhood. I was in a rough neighborhood and it wasn't my usual friends. Fine. I'll, well, no, because the person that I had in mind was, was this ginger friend of mine, but cause mm-hmm. it was all somewhat based on the truth. Cause okay. my high school, you know, it wasn't located mm-hmm. in, you know, the best neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. It was so, in a rough neighborhood. You know it. Wrong There's side. A bunch of minorities. Track. Bunch of minorities Shut living. There. But I went to this guy's. <laughs> I went to this guy. His name was Bob's house, and I forget why we were there. I don't know. His could've, name was Bob's. Could have been to pick up some weed or something. He was a, he was a ginger though. But he, mm-hmm. and then but I made up a story that they gave us some vodka. Uh-huh. I don't know. It was like way more complicated. They forced it down our throats. It was way more complicated than I was in the woods getting drunk with my friends. I thought it was water. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, that's crazy. That's my story. But that guy in the van, 
<laughs> How did he save you? He gave us a lift back to my place, and my friends were like, you know, threw me in my bed. And then you got raped. No. Didn't happen by the hippie. Did he kiss you while your eyes were closed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gave him a thank you kiss, of course. That's, a, that's such a good callback. I wonder if people ever did. We ever put? I didn't put that episode out where we told about what happened when you kiss got kissed with your eyes closed. Oh, our friend. Yeah. All right. So hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you one of my drunk stories. Okay. So I have two funny ass drunk stories. Right. So one of them is. So I remember getting drunk in this park called like uh it was a junior high school, right? And um basically what ended up ha- what ended up happening was oh hold on. Oh, shit. Give me a second, give me a second. Okay, so what ended up I'll hold it for you. I'll hold it for you. Just do do your thing. Do your thing. I'll hold it for you. Yeah. So anyway, what ended up happening was um I went to uh I went to a junior high school, and uh, we used to drink these things called Jaguars. So they would have these off-brand tall boys. They would have these off-brand tall boys that, like, nope, I've never heard of these brands. Like, this was before IPAs. This was, like, when I was still, like, 16 years old. So what am I? I'm 28 right now. So 12 years ago. These were before IPAs. These were just random fucking beers, right? And I remember... um. Jaguars were the strongest ones in the deli, so we got a bunch of them, and, um, like, we've drank them before, but this time, there was a girl hanging out with us, there was a girl hanging out with us, and she, um, I kind of wanted to, like, impress her, right, so, so unlike you, it's so unlike me, so, I kind of wanted to impress her, and I was with my friends, and they knew I liked her, so, um, Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. This is probably one of the most cringe things I've ever done in my life. And I don't even remember doing it. So, what ends up happening is, uh, we're all drinking and I end up chugging one of the Jaguars. Like, really chugging it. And I chugged it so much that, um, I had foam coming out my stomach. And I would, I would, I wasn't throwing up foam, I was spinning up foam because my stomach was too full. She must have been so impressed. Yeah, I mean, I housed that Jaguar, dude. (laughs) She definitely wanted to fuck I was still like a, I was just such an idiot, dude. So I did that, and then I ended up blacking out. And my friends tell me like I was all over her, and she was not about it. Oh, so I was like, I was like trying to carry her away from my friends, and she's like half laughing, half like, oh, help me, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, like so embarrassing for me. And like, uh, just ba- yeah, I was just basically all over her, and she wasn't about. It. But she understood I was drunk, so it's very sweet of her not to like. I don't know. It wasn't ever awkward when I saw her after that. But all I remember is I wake up on the bus. Like, it's not that I I woke up consciously. Like, I was still... Isn't it so crazy how you could still be operating, but you're not there? Oh, yeah. Like, like, you're op- like you're, your body is on, you're moving, but nobody's home, brother. I think it's executive function takes over is what it's called. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I... That, Jamie. That is such a fucking phenomenon right there because I remember just waking up like my consciousness took over when I was on the bus and I'm like, what the fuck? And I remember talking to my friends. I'm like, I was super drunk, but it was me. You know, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, where am I? And my boys are like, what? Like, I'm finally like speaking in English to them. Basically, they're like, what? What? And I'm like, where am I? And they're like, you're on the bus. We're going home. And I'm like, we're going home. I'm like, dude. I feel like I just woke up and they're like, bro, 
are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good now. Like, what happened? They're like, yeah, and they're just laughing at me for like 10 minutes, you know? That it, It's an interesting concept how, uh, yes, some part of your body takes over. Like, it will get mm-hmm. you home. But it's also an interesting thing. Like, some because I, I look i've done some things i regret definitely when i've been uh wasted mm-hmm. but i've never done anything like so atrocious but you've heard of people who have done horrible things oh yeah when they're drunk and and it makes me think though it's like wow i've been so <laughs> I've, been, I've been so intoxicated at times in my life but i never did anything you know that bad but you're so, lucky so what, what i think i don't know if it's that or i think that there is just you either have that Part of you in you? No, you're lucky, or you dude. Don't. Because because atrocious and all that horrible shit is just one step away, especially if you're drunk driving. You know what I well, mean? Well, then you're yeah. That now you're being reckless, and <clears throat> yeah, but you don't even know if you're being reckless. Like that's not a crazy step to take. When I'm not you're saying drunk driving though. Like, okay, I get drunk okay, driving. Okay, so 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 like you're just saying like if you're drinking and you're out. And you're like what I don't know, like people who black out and then they kill their wife, or people. <laughs> I don't have a wife. People yeah. who, or you know, people have like done like some really bad <laughs> things. People who black out, kill their wife, bury the body, burn it, get away with it, black out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't have a wife. <laughs> uh, or you know, people have done lots of horrible things. Or how about like Sly Stallone or Mel Gibson? Right, Mel Gibson, I think it was. Sorry, Sly. I don't think it was you. Mel what? Gibson. What Mel Gibson in those crazy voicemails he would leave. I think that was Alec Baldwin or something. I think it was both of them, actually. Yeah, he, he called his own daughter like a fat pig. And Mel Gibson was his wife. But, like, somewhere... He's, he said something about Jewish people and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Somewhere yeah, yeah. deep inside of them, there has to... That, that exists. That's, mm. what, that's, my, that's my hypothesis. Like that hate or that whatever that is. I think that's all I had on that one. Oh, and, and because also, because we like to virtue signal on this podcast, it's funny that that girl has to be, because this is just, this is, I think what happens all the time. She has to be like, oh, ha, 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 can somebody help me? Yeah, but, but no, because my <laughs> friends were there. My friends were there, and like, I don't act like that usually. Yeah. So like, you know, like, obviously. I'm sure you like, weren't that bad she, anyway. She, no, nah, I, I was probably horrible, but. I mean, like, I'm I'm definitely not, like, jamming my fingers into her fucking skirt or anything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like, I'm more of like, oh, I love you. I love you. You're not pulling Can up. Can you touch my penis? Penis? Can you touch my penis? Penis? I'm just like, I'm just like, ah, oh, please, please, ma'am. Can you spare a crumb of pussy, please? Man. <laughs> <laughs> just ultra simple. Yeah, I'm like a little you know that hat that like newspaper boys have, the Kangle hats, the little like news Yeah, I, I have one of those. I'm in tattered clothes. Only one of my legs work. I have a little broken bowl and I'm like, please, ma'am can you spare a crumb of pussy, please? I love that one. <laughs> 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 Can I trouble you for a crumb of pussy, please? That's some Oliver Twist shit. Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out She's to. She's like, no. Uh, shout out to. Who is it? Who wrote that one? Who, Oliver Twist? Mark Sha- Twain? I don't know. No, someone else who was like a cool dude. David Caulfield or something? David Copperfield? Was that his name? The magician. That's a magician, right? <laughs> God damn it, Jamie. Jamie. Yo, if I was a magician, I would, I would be like, 
Oh, man. That would be pretty funny. Didn't someone, and I want you to get to your next story, but didn't someone at Park Jitsu volunteer to, like, legit be the, the, the intern? Yeah, Zane. I got to get him over here, but the thing is, like, I'm such a weirdo. Like, when are we going to, I don't have organized. You know what? I'm going to bring him on. I was thinking about having Ally Quinto on the podcast, so I'm I'm going to bring him on then. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go to his house. Yeah. Um... But uh, yeah, I would definitely have Zane on the on the. P- he would love to do it too. He's such a funny guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's shout like, out to Zane. He's like one of those young kids who just looks up to me for no reason. <laughs> yeah, because they don't know any better. <laughs> they legitimately do not know any better. It's so funny to have just people look up to you just because you're older, and I'm like, dude, like, eh, I don't know if you should be looking up to me. I mean, though. they look up to you also because like you know jujitsu. You know, you're at least that doesn't qualify me to. I mean, I guess jujitsu. Sometimes having a deep knowledge of jujitsu does bring good virtues along with it, but a lot of the times it doesn't. Oh no, no, it absolutely doesn't. And if you think if you, if you make that mistake, that you're making oh, an error. Oh, oh, actually, but you know what? Actually, let me put let me put a little star next to that. Okay, having. An understanding of jujitsu doesn't make you a good person, but the pursuit of a very high level of understanding of jujitsu, I think, can turn you into a good person. But you have to, there are some people who really think they have a high level of understanding or are pursuing a high level of understanding, but they're in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere and they don't have any good training partners and they're not like really developing themselves like at the peak, at the forefront of jiu-jitsu innovation so like they're kind of like a big fish in a little pond where mm-hmm. they're, it's like you know you might think you're doing a lot but in the grand scheme of things you're not like you you you're not at the forefront of so i mean i think sometimes people with a real higher understanding of jiu-jitsu so, like i think those are the types of people who realize they don't know shit they realize how much they don't know. They realize how much there is left to know. And then it like kind of humbles you in that sense. I have two thoughts on that. <clears throat> One is uh, just a little window into simple Jeff's mind. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always, I've always, like for years now, since I began doing martial arts, which you know was was a while back. What, like Stone Age? Yeah, back in the Stone Age. Because I'm, I'm like a vampire. I'm like Wolverine. I was around during the Civil War and shit. I got to drive home, dude. I can't, I can't keep doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, um, but I've always wondered, like, what's the point? Why do we even do this? But I don't even know if there's an answer to it. I, I, what do you mean there is a point? Okay. What's the point? The bond. That's definitely a thing. The community, Are you yes. kidding me? The bond. The bond is what makes me feel important. The bond brings, I bring that bond into my real, it, it exists beyond jujitsu. Like, I wouldn't do this with you had I not had, like, a, a bond with you. Like, I have a bond with you where it's, like, we're, it's more than just jujitsu. We're friends. And I like that I get to see a part of you that I wouldn't regularly get to see without jujitsu. Uh, I definitely agree, like, that there's this community and to have shared pursuits and common goals uh, brings people together, uh, but I've also heard and, and and just side note like when if anybody ever does look up to me, I, that's like something that always tickles my heartstrings because I remember when I was super young and like lost in high school mm-hmm. and I had like a wrestling coach who was also a you know he was a badass martial artist and I remember 
just really admiring him and wanting to follow his example. That's cool. Uh, but I've also heard the theory that pursuing jujitsu or getting good at martial arts is just going to amplify your personality. Like if you're an asshole, it's going to make you more of an asshole. Mm. If if you're like a noble person, it's just going to make you more noble. I wonder. What about if you're like a funny guy? Are you going to make <laughs> you more funny? I don't know. You feel like jujitsu makes you funnier? I think jujitsu gives me a platform to have more pu- more people. Like, I think there's not enough funny people in jujitsu, and I think I'm pretty funny. And me being in jujitsu gives me a platform for people to actually pay attention to me. Because, like, people pay attention to you if you're good, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I love that recognition. I love that, like, um, validation. And I get it from when people ask me for, like, technique help and stuff like that. But they're not going to pay attention to me otherwise. Like, I'm not funny enough where people will just pay attention to me for being funny. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what I... Right now. Like, I think I am that funny, but I just don't have the platform for it. And then, like, um, so jiu-jitsu gives me that platform where I can, like... You know I, what I mean? Yo, I feel like park jitsu <clears throat> has been interesting because... When you're in a gym, right? When you're in a dojo, they, there are certain. I don't. Know, it always feels a little stiffer. But for some reason, the fact that we're outside, it feels way more loose. Especially with you and your massive speaker, and you know my dick swinging. And the fourth, <laughs> the fourth round comes around. It's like, all right, guys, kissing's allowed. <laughs> and everybody on the matches start making out. Yeah, cool. that's the best part. <laughs> I'm like, everybody, this is a kissing round. Kissing round. Get your partners. And everybody's just lip-locking. That has really improved my footwork, though, the kissing round. The kissing rounds the are kissing very rounds. good. No, but you know what? Like, have you trained indoors too much? You mean since the pandemic hit? Just consistently. Indoors? Yeah. Like, ever in my life? No, like, recently. No, not recently. At the beginning of pandemic, I had a, a spot that I would go to. Uh-huh. I would train with some friends, but since since I don't, how long has Park Jitsu been going? You you remember, man? Since we like know. got I don't going on, anything. since we got going on with Park Jitsu, I've been pretty much just Park Jitsu. Yo, training indoors is such a bitch. It's no bueno. The air quality is different, so like I get winded so much faster. I feel like oh shit, it's crazy, yeah. dude. Like I'm like all stuffed up, like. It's hard to train, like, for five... It's crazy, like, doing a five-minute round kind of sucks indoors. Like, I, I start almost having a panic attack. I would have to say, training outside now, especially now, when it was hot, hot, mm-hmm. I was like, this is crazy. What's up with me? You know? Yeah. But I think it's because it was hot, hot. The mm-hmm. sun was blazing. Now, if it's too cold, I'm like, my body is just... It's not right. But my to- body hurts. Yeah. Today was a warm day, though. Today was the perfect temperature. And I, I, f- I felt like it, because it was so cool and because you have so much oxygen, I, I felt like it could have gone. Like, my uh, my, cool. my endurance was... Uh, yeah, it was like a perfect storm of endurance. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't trained indoor in a bit. And indoors is, like, consistent, but it, it kind of sucks. Like, you get that smell. You know what mm. I mean? Like, it's crazy. Outdoors, you never have that smell. You, it's like, it's a great environment you have the sun all this vitamin d i wonder if we're all you know what's crazy like they're saying the number one cause of like complications with corona is vitamin d deficiency and like 
almost everybody in the United States is vitamin D deficient. Not me, baby. And I don't think we are anymore. My vitamin D count strong I you, right I now. You, I give you vitamin D before the podcast and <laughs> after the podcast, so I don't think you're lacking on any of that. Hell no. Hell no, Fabian, brother. Fabian got me right on that vitamin D. I got you right on that vitamin D five inch. <laughs> Five and a half, five, five point seven, five point seven five repeating. Which is which is really big, as everybody is knows. A, uh, <laughs> yep, average big. <laughs> What's with the word average? Average it sounds so like bad, but it's aver- they should have another word for average, like um, per- like norm, per- norm, normal, the norm, no normal, the norm, no normal's not a good one. That's not a good one. Ideal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is the ideal size. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. Yes. Exactly. I deal with it. <laughs> 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 if I can deal with it, you can deal with it, honey. All right. <laughs> the ideal size. <laughs> this is the ideal this is the size. Ideal size. I got to deal with it. I deal with it. You can deal with it. <laughs> You stupid. The we deal. <laughs> the you deal. That's so great. Yo, bro. Tiny Dick Club forever. Nah, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Combat Cock. <laughs> what was that movie I did, guys? Oh, my God. Let me check my notes, dude. There was a movie we developed at one point. It, I, we were all, like, drunk. Oh, we've had some, we should run through your notes today. We've had some good ones. I don't know if I have all those good. I don't. I know. remember what this one was. I remember what this one was. Uh, I can say. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Uh, I, I got, I got one. Okay, so we were talking about. Um, give me a second. It's about the future. A dis, um, yeah. A dystopian future. A dystopian future. Okay, give me one second. Okay, so. It's a dystopian future. We were talking about Judge Dredd and, and like <laughs> and like somebody was asking me like how do you like come up with bits and stuff for your uh for your podcast? Like what do you come up with to talk about? And I'm like, dude, all we do is just like you take a fucking old movie everybody knows about, make it gay. Right? <laughs> so we were thinking about Judge Dredd. Like everybody knows Judge Dredd. You brought up Sly Sylvester earlier and I'm like, okay, so shout outs to Sly Stallone. And then what about if there's uh what if there's a dystopian future where the cops are um oh cuz we discussed combat cock earlier that day. Do you remember what combat cock is? I do. I think you should define it for the audience. So combat cock is like when you're doing any sort of martial arts or like high adrenaline sport like your dick shrinks because you know the rest of your body needs the blood to like operate so it's like you're in fight or flight mode your dick is going to shrink there's no reason to have a a, a a a fucking hog a fucking chub going on if you're either trying to run as fast as you can or fight as hard as you can there's no reason to have a chub so your body takes away the blood from your dick and it makes it tiny and that's called combat cock so in this dystopian future, there's a line of the real ones. No, <laughs> the, the real ones. No, the real ones. That's why I don't need a cop. But um, so in this dystopian future, the the cops are looking for everybody with a small penis and they're trying to kill them. No, no, no. It's the opposite. Wasn't it the opposite? No, no, no. It's everybody with a small penis and they're trying to kill them. And then we're a group of elite warriors with who are cursed with 
permanent combat cock. <laughs> but but because of that, our genetic we're genetically proficient in combat. Because we have permanent combat cock. Do you remember the, some of the characters' names? Of course, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There was Tony Tunican. I think it was pronounced Tunican. Tunican. Tony to hide Tunican. it. To hide it. Yeah, Tony yeah. Tunican. Only the smart ones would get it. And then Jimmy Slim Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that one was great. He's just got a skinny dick. <laughs> Jimmy Slim Dick. Also and then there was Billy Boy Dick. Billy Boy Dick. That was definitely me. And all of these are elite warriors, and like you have nasty, nasty, and we just have all these fight scenes, and and like you'll have you'll have somebody like slice across our upper thigh, <laughs> <laughs> but since we have combat cock, it doesn't hit our dick, and we're like missed it. <laughs> Close one. Close, but no cigar. And then like we stab him in the throat with like <laughs> their same knife. What was the what was the one from? Was that all you got from from that era? Oh no, there was some other shit I got in here. It's um, that that the people the people who are like paying the cops are called the bull bulljoys bull bulljoy. Bull you know how the bourgeois, yeah, yeah. from like Marxism. Uh, I know. These are the bull bourgeois bourgeois, and it's everybody everybody with the bigger than average dick. It's a stretch. It is a stretch, but I think it was funny. They hoard all the girth. I said that was pretty funny. And then, um, what else? We were talking about gay beauty and the beast. I don't remember that one. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Mike is beauty and you're Gaston. <laughs> Gaston. Gaston. And you're trying to fuck Mike. Gay Mike. Speaking, speaking of, uh, um, speaking of gay Mike and earlier we mm-hmm. were talking about the Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. Are you doing drag with I'm us? I'm not on doing Halloween? drag with you guys. Why not? Are you kidding me? Why not? Because I'm too male. I'm too insecure for that. Mm-hmm. You guys could call me out on that all you want. I'm not mm-hmm. doing drag, dude. I can't wait to take pictures of you guys. I don't care. Man. All right, good. Family's gonna you, be you proud. know what? You, you know what? Actually, big shout out to Gay Mike. He's going into that 155 tournament coming up soon. Holla, holla, holla. So, I think Keith Krikorian's in it. Keith Krikorian actually just got promoted to Black Belt. I saw that. Shout out, Shout out to Keith Krikorian. Shout out to Keith I'm I'm sure he listens to the podcast. Huge fan. He definitely does. He's a fourth stringer for sure. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's a pretty good man. That guy that guy's out there. That guy's got one of those smiles. Like he smiles like how a shark would smile, and I feel like he's just got black behind his eyes. You know, he's got he's like got that thousand yard stare. He's like got that smile that lulls you in, but at the end of the day, he's a psychopath. You ever see Badlands? No. Oh, like Badlands is this—it's uh, a dystopian steampunk universe, mm-hmm. and because they have like cars, but they don't—I don't think they have guns, or they have some guns, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are still fighting with swords. Anyway, awesome. Um, and some people are born with this thing they call the gift, and basically, mm-hmm. if you cut them or if they cut themselves, then their eyes just turn completely black. That's oh, that's Keith Kikorian. Keith Kikorian is, is like a, yeah, he gets that gift. And somebody then somebody passes his guard, he fucking his yeah. eyes turn black. Yeah, but and then once they turn black, whoo, once once they once they turn on the gift and their eyes turn black, they 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 got that's some skills. They got some skills. That's crazy. But but yo, I I got I'm like I'm not a guy who likes to start try to start beef. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna call Keith out right now. 
Why? Because he's competing with you on the hair thing, man. You seen that picture? That promotion oh, picture? Yeah. He's trying to outdo your hair, bro. Yeah, but I have ethnic hair. So I'm already a step ahead. You heard? Whoa. Dude, I will go toe to toe with anybody with hair. Whoa, challenge issued right here on Four Strangers no today. Hair, brother. I, well, Mike, Mike's got his challenge out to Levi. Now you have a challenge out <laughs> Me to. Me and Keith. Oh, God. The hair Mike, battle. Mike, Mike has a gay chicken challenge out to Levi. I you have a hair battle challenge out to Keith. Yeah. Well, you need a challenge soon. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it the out. Time will come. It's like some. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's too mean. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can't. No, you you already. You haven't oh even said God. it, and you're saying you're kidding. Unless, I'm kidding. Unless you, I'm kidding. It's not serious. This would hurt my feelings. Yeah, this would hurt, this would really. hurt my feelings. I'm not gonna say it. I'm too. I'm too done off the gin roll right now. That gin roll. That chamisu. Tell them about your boy. Um. All right, so I don't know what fucking time is it, dude. It's eleven twenty-four. Uh, We've been doing this shit for an hour. Uh, I mean, hour is the time. Hour is usually the time. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest? <sighs> Man, we, we did were, a great podcast. We ran the gambit today. Yeah, that was good. We ran the gambit. All right, well, uh, promo code Blue Chew. I mean, Blue Chew promo code Fourth Stringers. Do some ads. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll do a quick one. Um. I do still have a list CB. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you guys about stuff. So I have three different kinds of rash guards available. There's the Fantastic Fourth one, the Fourth Stringers with the Patty Ice color. Um, and then there's the um, the Fourth Stringers with the classic pink in graffiti. That one's a hit. Uh, I got a bunch of hoodies and windbreakers coming out soon. Hopefully, I get that ad out soon. So by the end of the week, we could place the order. And... Um, all right, so the first ad is A-list CBD. We have CBD ZZZ. Put you to sleep. $20 each, $25 with shipping. Um, Yeah, have you tried any of it yet? Have I given you any of it yet? Yeah, you, you actually did give me some of those CBD Zs. You know what the thing was? Like, I don't even have to use chloroform anymore on you. I just literally, I pulverize it, I break it up, and I put it inside of your drink, and you drink that shit, and you're knocked out. It was the weirdest thing when you gave me those. All I remember is, I don't remember that. That might have been a different time. I might not have a memory of that one. Probably but don't. there was one night when you gave me the CBD Zs, like uh-huh. the Swedish fish-looking things. Yeah. And... All I remember is, oh, what a restful sleep. But I woke up with the wickedest limp. Uh-huh. I just I couldn't explain it. I felt like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's like a side effect thing. Like my like organs it felt might like be, they had been it, shifted. It might be an organ thing. <laughs> it, might be, it might be a side effect thing. It's fine. You should, it, it, later in the day, something might have dripped out of you. That's also a side effect yeah, thing. Yeah, there was a creamy discharge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's normal. That's normal. Whenever I give it to you, that's going to happen. <laughs> but if you take it alone at your house, you should be fine. I have to say, very restful sleep, though. Yeah, probably very the best sleep you've ever sleep, had. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, promo code Fort Stringer. Just DM me. I can hook you up with some of that. I'll put a picture up of it it on uh fourth stringer so people could see what the fuck we're talking about and uh our favorite and most consistent uh ad
Dude, I can't tell you how many times Blue Chew's got me out of a pickle. Serious pickle. Or gotten me, gotten me pickle sized. <laughs> tell me one. Tell me, tell me. Okay, okay. So pickle. now this is not true, but these are all true stories. Okay. <laughs> not true. Though. This is true. This is true. Not true. Okay, so, uh, you know, like so. You know, like the Welch's fruit snacks. Oh, I heard of them. Yeah, so I had a thing of that break open in my pocket, right? Okay. But I also had three blue chews in the in the pocket. Oh, interesting. But like, I didn't realize that I had three blue chews in the pocket. Mm. This was in college. You're still eating Welch's blue chews in so college. So I I I reach into my pocket. I'm periodically eating, you know, uh these uh welch's snacks right because i had no idea the blue were in there boom had a math final that day <laughs> when i tell you i took a blue chew before the class without even realizing and aced that math final brother it was one of the best experiences i've ever had walked out of there hard as hell had no idea why <laughs> i was so focused i was pitching a 10 as i was walking out the teacher might have given me an a right Right then and there, just right. for that. It was like it was like every every time, every it's it like I knew I knew that that it was multiple choice, and every time I wrote down the answer, I knew it was right because mm-hmm. I was rock hard. Because <laughs> I, I could inter- do no wrong. I had an interesting. I had a similar test taking experience uh-huh. like that once. Um, I just I take them to help me focus. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, they're good focus. <laughs> And then I I, I always do this. I, uh-huh. I'm always 100%. the guy. I'm always the guy in class who's like, "Oh, I don't have a pen. Can I borrow a pen? Can I yeah. borrow a pen?" Uh huh. But you know, like this is a competitive test, and mm-hmm. and like people weren't trying to help you out. I asked, no pens. I asked, I asked like a, a bunch of people. I had my pencil case, and guess guess what was in my pencil case? Blue shoe. Yeah. Guess how many pencils were in there? Well, none. Zero. How many pens? None. Nothing. So I'm just like, oh. Fuck. What are you supposed to write Again, with? Again, I, I turned to the guy behind me. I'm uh-huh. like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, can I can I borrow a pen? Uh-huh. And he just pretends like he doesn't hear me. You Poke know? his damn eye out, though. <laughs> he pretends like he doesn't hear me. I, I elbow the guy next to me. Like, I, can I borrow a pen or a pencil? Uh-huh. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But um, I had I had a broken pen. Mm-hmm. I had a broken pen in there. That was like how it all started. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because I had a uh, I had another writing utensil <laughs> thanks to. Thanks to blue chews. Thanks to blue chews. I I turned that bad boy into a little fountain pen. Wow. A little little feather quill. That's cool. Got a D plus on that (laughs) test. (laughs) D's got diplomas. Got a D plus on that test. D for diploma. Hell yeah. All right. Well, another success story with blue chew. Um. (laughs) If you have somebody you're not very attracted to, I'm sure as a woman you could take a blue chew too. Maybe it'll get your pseudo dick hard. I I hear a lot of women saying "suck my dick," so maybe that's what they mean. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, enjoy bluechew.com forward stringer promo code forward stringers. Uh, DM us if you want a rash guard or anything. And thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share, repost. Give us five stars on iTunes. Thank you. Bye.